announced we were going to do a podcast yeah definitely um, for those of you who don't know uh we haven't had a guest live yet and that was by design we wanted to have um our two brothers on as as guests before we have anyone else on and uh we figured it was only right so um i'll let them introduce themselves and uh we can go ahead and just get it going man so right here uh we have the oldest hamilton brother so i'll let let you introduce yourself uh, shout out to the Clock M uh, family. Uh, my name is Walt Hamilton. I'm the oldest of the four brothers. Yes, sir. And we got the second oldest. What's up, fellas? We got uh, it's B Ham, aka Brandon, aka B Weezy, B Weezy, <laughs> B Wade, aka Blake Bompson. Oh wow, Clay Thompson. That's my man. Blake, Blake Bompson. That one. Okay. You heard that one? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm the shooter of the family, so I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Allegedly, so, hey, we're all we're all shooters though. At the end of the day, but that's yeah. a fact. Yeah, if uh, if you played against us, you know that you already hit. But we we don't need to, we don't need to get into that. That's not that's not the here nor there. Yeah, the resume <laughs> speaks for itself. But look, man, special time to have y'all on here, man. Um, you know, this is the older half of the Hamilton brothers. So we got the '80s. Hamilton Brothers, yeah. and we got the 90s Hamilton Brothers. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, and we got some funny stories that, that we might get into today, but for those of you who follow all of us uh, on the, uh, you know, our individual Instagram platforms, uh, we just made a, a big announcement, and this is something that's been in the works um, for years, you know, for years. When I graduated high school, we had a little uh, graduation uh you know, kind of ceremony thing at church, and they asked me what I wanted to do after school, and I, I didn't really have any idea, to be honest, but the first thing that came to me was, you know, I want to start a basketball training business with my brothers, and I had never thought about it, right, so I knew at that moment that it was a God-given thought, and um, the announcement we made earlier this week was that uh, we just launched our, our company, The Goods Basketball LLC, um, so this is just a, a perfect time, man, to have y'all on. So, again, appreciate y'all taking yeah, the time. Y'all that, have man. kids. Y'all got other things going on. And uh, we just want people to kind of understand where this all started um, individually and, and as a family. So, Austin, I'll let you kind of talk about what you're excited about, man. Since, yeah. You know, you're I mean, a part of this. Definitely. Always, um, you know, excited to, to have, you know, my two older brothers on, man, because... Um, I wouldn't be who I am as a as a man first, um, as a as a ball player, now as a father, um, without these two. You know, they they set a high standard for me, um, and uh, you know I'm just I'm honored to to be your guys' little brother, man. And you know, for real, man, it's been you guys have been been with me through it all, man. So 
I uh, love y'all and appreciate y'all for uh, for coming on, man. So, appreciate that. Yeah, man. I, you know, appreciate you guys for having us on. Uh, you know, I appreciate what you guys are doing with this uh, clock in movement. Uh, it's really taking off, and I know you guys have you know great things in store. This is only the beginning, so yes, sir. You know, we're all here. We're all in it together. Yeah, supporting each other. You know, so shout out to our to our family, to our, our mom and dad. You know, for instilling this type of uh, mindset in us to, you know, think outside the box, um, not, you know, just be pillars of just working for somebody for, for 25 years, but giving us, the, you know, the idea of business and creativity to yeah. venture into what, you know, what God has kind of called, us, and called yeah. us to do. So, you know, I appreciate you guys for, the, for like, this platform that you guys have, and you guys are inspiring me and my wife to clock in, um, as well as many others. So. Yeah. That's what appreciate love, that, man. man. That's love. Yeah. That's love. BM, anything you want to touch yeah, on? I mean, Any shout-outs before we get into it? Well, first of all, shout-out to my beautiful family. Shout-out to Molly, my lovely wife of now five years, which is which crazy yeah, to say. Yeah, crazy, man. Shout-out to my wife, Brittany, too, man, and the kids in London and Sydney. Yep. Uh, outside of Molly, shout-out to my oldest, Reagan, Nicole, Simone. Then I have the middle middle boy, Nicholas Vaughn, and then we got Skylar Rose. Skylar Rose. Skylar Rose. Yeah, she's the. She's a trip. Yeah, she's a trip. Yeah. So, shout out to my family, and shout out to mom, dad, Maria. Yeah. Uh, you know the rest of the our media family, and one thing I'll say is you know definitely super proud of proud of you guys and what you guys are putting together with the clock in movement. Uh, you know it's always humbling and exciting to see you know you guys as younger brothers you know exceed what we're doing at you know right now and so you know excited for what's what's about to come with the goods and yeah you know just like you said our our, our mission our movement is all about people and adding value to others and so you know we're excited to to get this started absolutely Let's get it man speaking of speaking of family though um just wanted to go on a personal note um, so my, my son turned one uh, today, actually, turned one today, um, um, and we had a, a family get-together, and, you know, all you guys were there, yeah. so appreciate you guys for coming coming by with that, man. We had a we had an awesome time. Great time, man. Um, Always dad, a good time. dad and mom, were they were in their bag dancing. <laughs> dad, uh, yeah, he's, people don't know, like, dad is hilarious, dog. He's, like, he's, he's really, he's really so funny. funny. Yes. He's so funny, man, like. You see him as a, this pastor. He's always cool, calm, collected. But yeah, when that dude, when he's when he's having fun, man, he's a he's a character. Yeah, man. he is. The, Very uh, much so. The, he's, so he's a Kappa too. And he, obviously, you guys know that. But um, the Kappa definitely comes out sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we no get, we get to see that, man. But yeah, it was a blessing, man, to have you know all you guys there and support of a rider and um, you know my son and then his mom. Um, but yeah, we had a great time, man. So appreciate y'all for coming. Absolutely. Everyone shouted out their kids, man. I don't got it. <laughs> shout out <laughs> to y'all for though. shout out to y'all for the practice. Yeah. Take your time, man. Yeah, man. Talking about practice? Good. Not a game. <laughs> I ain't in the game, champ. I'm talking about practice right now. I'm talking about practice, all that. So, appreciate y'all for giving me some practice, man. Give me some reps in before I have my own. But um but look, wanna get into you know, our story, man, because a lot of people, they see us play together, um, whether it's just two of us, all of us, you know, three of us, whatever the case is. 
And this isn't, you know, us bragging, but people are always like, man, all y'all can hoop. Like, that's y'all brother? And then that's your brother too? And then and you too? And, and like, yeah, man, like all of us. Um, it, it's, it's funnier when people see it after we play together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like they didn't know going into it. And afterwards, they're like, oh, man, it all makes sense now. All y'all <laughs> can shoot, dribble, or whatever. But they don't understand or know our own individual and collective journeys that it took for us um, to get to where we, we got and to where we're going on and off the court. Um, and we really clocked in. Like, that's not even some cliche. Like, we really had, we really had to clock in. Uh, together and individually so we wanted to kind of go in an order um of each of us kind of telling our own individual story about you know what it took for us to kind of go through the hills and valleys um through basketball and life um to get to where we got to you know for that individual level for the game and then how you know we all kind of tie tied together and, and how the goods came about. So, whoa, man, want to hear your story. I mean, I feel like for me, um, I think yours is the most inspirational. Um, yeah, and, and I'll sure. hear, and you, you'll understand why, you know, after, you know, we kind of hear you tell it, but um, you're the oldest. You were the the one who really got us <clears throat> going because dad didn't hoop. My mom yeah. didn't hoop. No one in our family gonna, hooped. I was going to ask that, like, where where did the love come from? Like, where did it start? When did it start? Because, yeah. like, like you just said, like dad, he ran track, you know, he played semi-pro football, but like, you know, he obviously liked, like basketball, but you know, the love didn't come from him. It came from you. So he didn't push you to hoop either. Yeah. You know uh, what I'm saying? So that, I think that's a good way he to probably push you guys away. to play baseball more than anything. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Um, but you guys were, were nice at baseball. Um, but yeah, man, where, where did it start? Um, and you know, how did it develop from there? Yeah, I would say um, it started probably when I was young. One thing, even though Dad was not a quote-unquote basketball player, um, he always watched sports. Mm -hmm. So the affinity for sports was always there. Yeah, uh, I would say um, probably when I was maybe six or seven years old, I remember watching, uh, he would have some friends over and they would watch uh, old games of the Celtics and Lakers, <laughs> um, Pistons. Um, 76ers at that time like in in that in that heyday in the air in that era in like the 80s you know the, the top teams at that time were uh, Celtics Lakers that, that rivalry I mean it speaks yeah, for itself story, yeah, story. Um, you had uh, a really you know actually the Wizards I mean which were back then they were called the Bullets mm -hmm. they had some pretty pretty good teams in that era um, Dr. J and the 76ers team with Charles Barkley Mo Cheeks Moses Malone, um, so I, I always had a, always had a love and passion for basketball. But my first love, I would say, you know, the first sport that I was introduced to as a kid was, was baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, baseball was not as easy as basketball was to me, and I think what really drew me to basketball, especially when I got into elementary school, was when I would go out recess, and I and I played basketball and. You know, there were kids that had been playing a lot longer or started a lot longer than I did. But, you know, you know just going on, on, like, the park and going outside on blacktop at, like, seven, eight years old, I was killing those this kids. This is in the Meadows? This is in the Meadows. Yeah. Shout out to the Meadows, man. Yeah, this is at, really, this is at Center, Ridge, Center Ridge High School, uh, Center Ridge Elementary. 
Um, now, I'll say this. What really got me into basketball a lot more was playing in the meadows against older people. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, we played against older kids, adults at times. And as I got older, by the time I was, I want to say 11, um, we were, this is probably our last year in Centerville. And um was outside playing with uh, a good friend of mine at the time, uh, Charlie Carter. Uh, shout out, shout out to Charlie, man. He had an older brother, Cliff, who could hoop. So Cliff would tell us to come out and play because Charlie could also ball. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll never forget, man, like playing with Cliff's older older friends, and then there's some older guys that played. And I always remember, like during like the summertime, like we played three sports a day. We played yeah. baseball. Yeah, play foot football, yep. and then we so would end the day. Too, yeah. We would end the day hooping, mm-hmm. and we had to be in by the time the streetlights came on. Right, uh, that's not a cliche. Like that's that's an actual fact. Yeah. Like had to yeah. be in by the time the streetlights came yeah. on. Right. So normally, Dad would get home around that time, and where the entrance to uh, where we lived at, there was a there was a, a court right there, so he could see me playing offensive game. So sometimes, you know, I would, you know, kind of venture over mm-hmm. and just ride with him or I'd run home as he was driving up just to make sure that I was able to beat the streetlights. Right. Yep. Uh, now, as we got older, um, Brandon came about when I was four years old. He was a really good baseball player. Uh, he probably should have kept playing. I think he was a really good hitter. Brandon could have been like a little... Uh... Little Frank Thomas. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Powerful, a little, man. A little Cecil Fielder, you know, a little <laughs> Frank Fielder. Would have been a great first baseman. Yeah. Speaking of Cecil Fielder, y'all remember the haircut? Did the dad give us that? The dad used to cut our uh, hair, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you see, see Walt's lineup now. It didn't, yeah. didn't always look like that. None of ours looked no. like that. It didn't always look like uh, that. To- we look like Toad from Mario, <laughs> Mario Kart. Yeah, that's look. exactly what we look like. That inspired me to go to the barbershop. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. Shout out to Nintendo. Man. Yeah, fact. But, um, you know, it's kind of interesting, man, because um, you know, as we moved from Centerville to Herndon, um, I would say my first real experience with trying to make a team was, and it was going into the eighth grade, trying out for this travel team that I looked at those kids uh, and I was way better than, and uh, I think the only, I think the only reason why I got cut is because, you know, growing up, this being in Herndon now, like you kind of see how things kind of develop. Like mm-hmm. they kind of know who they want to groom right. as they move on. And honestly, if I had stayed in Centerville, things would have been a whole lot different. I'll say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, for I was all, for all of us. Oh, fact. Especially the older, you know, for y'all. You know, but you know. You know, not being able to really show showcase and display who I was as a player, you know, even going through my high school years, you know, I, I got better. There were some there were certain things that I could have done maybe a little bit differently that I might have been naive to. Um like what from, kind of things? Like I would say, you know, like understanding like being more uh assertive about going to workouts, uh, or trying to make sure that I was on certain certain teams. Mm-hmm. See a lot of these kids had their parents to kind of fight for them yeah. for that. So they were able to get spots. Now, I'm not saying that some of those kids were not talented, but a lot of those kids weren't, they weren't better, better than me. Political game, man. So that's what I learned. I learned what politics was yeah. when I, when we moved to Herndon. Uh, now, do I have any regrets? No, I don't. You know, um, there's no reason to be bitter about how my high school career went. 
Um, you know, from the time I was in ninth grade, on the freshman team, then trying to make varsity. Um, when Herndon had a really, really good team in 99, yeah. and uh, they were, like, number one in the state. Uh, even going to my senior year, you know, I, I had a chance to make the, make the team, but, you know, I was told that uh, it's a good chance I wouldn't play a whole lot. So, you know, I probably should have still stuck with that, but at that time I was young and, you know, I felt a little bit of anger at the fact that like, I know I'm better than majority of these kids. And when I played outside of Herndon. The structure, yeah. And played against other kids from Oakton, South Lake, Chantilly, T.C. Williams. I was killing them. They're all like, why aren't you on the team? Or I was just as good, or you know, I was, or I was holding my own. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, why aren't you playing at Herndon? Right. Now I did have an opportunity to transfer to Potomac Falls. This is something that a lot of people do not know, uh, and play with one of my best best friends, uh, Jordan Grantham at the time. Yes, sir. Shout out to Jordan. uh, Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jordan and his family. Shout out to Demario McCleary. I uh, played a little bit of AU for his dad. Um, so I had a chance to really, you know, lock in and be on that backcourt between me and uh, with uh, me and DeMario. And, you know, there are there are times where I think, man, one, I wonder if, if I would have made that opportunity to transition from Herndon to Tumma Falls. Like, what would have been? Um, but I don't know that we would be here today. Right. You know, having this conversation. So, you know, um, I'm thankful for my time at Herndon through the good and the bad, you know, I, I did go through a lot of adversity. We ended up going to college. Um, can, I, can I pause you real quick? Sure. Just to, just to take a pivot, because what I want people to understand is a lot of y'all are on teams, and because you're not getting the playing time or you're not getting the touches, y'all quit. And then y'all say, y'all love the game. Nah, y'all don't freaking love the game. One thing he didn't say is he – he never stopped playing. I was, and I was going to say He that. played in-house. Uh, MVP. MVP. Killed in-house league. MVP. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Killed in-house league every year. Every year. And then his senior year when he didn't, um, when he didn't make, you know, make the varsity or decide not to go out to varsity, uh, th- we have a, a travel league out here. They don't have the 17 and unders anymore, but back when he played, Basically, all the best players who didn't play on the high school team, for whatever reason, it wasn't always talent, they played in this league. And he got MVP. There were Division One players in that league. From what I remember, there was no, good was, was it Cross? Was it Bailey's Cross? Bailey's Cross, Bailey's Cross Road. Road. Uh, there was a Lake Braddock team. Lake actually, Braddock had, it was, had a good little mob. So there was actually three kids out of that. that footage, dog. It was three kids out of that league. Uh, and for some of them, it could have been grades, could have been behavior. I mean, or, you know, they could you know, they might have felt very similar to my to my situation where your coach don't like me. I, I never felt like, you know, Coach Hall had anything against me. You know, it's just, you know, just timing yeah. at, at times, you know. But uh, I'll say this. I know three of those kids went on to play Division One ball. Uh, yeah. They went the JUCO route. They some Again, everybody's journey is differently, right? So, you know, that's one thing about basketball and about sports in general. Like, whether you play baseball, you know, there's – there's a certain path that everybody takes to get to that road. You know, some people's road is is pretty it's pretty clear. Top player in high school, top player in college, on to the pros or playing overseas. Uh, there's other people that have to take the road less traveled in order to get you know to where they want to go. But the problem, you know, but the whole thing is they don't quit, and you can't quit. If it's something that you really care about, 
you're not going to let naysayers detract, you know, decide your fate for you. No. You're going to take the, you know, with, with of course, with God at the forefront. Right. You know, you want to take things into your own hands, you know, and dictate your own path, your own journey. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you brought, brought that up. Yeah, because you know? I want, no, I want like, people to act like yeah. he just got cut and that. then didn't. No. Nah, like, he's, he's, still he's always hooped and he's always been the best player in whatever league he was in or whatever competitive situation. So, like, again, he could have easily blamed the coach, blamed the system, blamed the politics and said, I'm done with hooping. But this is why I'm, I'm saying, like, I think your story, and you're going to talk more about it, but the most inspirational for me because you had to figure this crap out on your own. And yeah. dad wasn't pushing you, mom wasn't pushing you, they encouraged you. But you had so many opportunities to say, man, forget this, man. I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm done playing. Like, I'm going to just go do whatever. But you kept figuring out a way to to play. And I think it's better that you played in that travel league and destroyed everybody versus, you know, making the team and then having to if, fight for if, time. If, if Walt was in this era right now and he still had that film, he'd be, he would have played in college. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. You know, and I'll say this, you know, I still ended up having an opportunity to play in college. You know, I uh, I ended up going to Grambling State and literally walked on, actually walked on to the team, uh, walk on trials, and Jordan can talk about this. I had a 103 temperature fever. You had a corona before the corona. <laughs> That's a fact. So but, uh, that joint uh, been in... in Louisiana for a minute. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was uh, COVID two. Right. <laughs> Sorry, you know, we graduated to COVID nineteen seventeen years later. But, uh, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. But uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of interesting, man. Like I'm in tryouts. It's like seventy five kids you try out. Uh, I'm feeling as worse uh, the worst that I could possibly feel. This is the Walt flu game. Yes, sir. Mm. This, is, this is the Walt flu week. Mm. So uh, literally, in tryouts, you know, um, the coaches know they kind of know who I am because you know I've been going to pick up, been doing weight, weights with them, uh, even played a couple scrimmages. Um, we actually played in a scrimmage against, I want to say, Texas and TJ Ford at the time. So I mean, but again, I'm not on officially on the team yet. But um, sixty toes, it's sixty kids that try out, and you know, I'm so determined to make to make you know this team, you know. Like at Grambling State, which is the is a Division One school, yep. played in a SWAT conference, had some had some really good talent from all over the country that that played there. Um, and here I am, a kid from Northern Virginia, who, out of the sixty, make it to the last three. Mm. Um, and then I get a call um, that they wanted me to come out to practice, and then so I go out there. They they end up choosing a big kid. Which I get. I mean, he was six eight, six nine. Came yeah, from, that's you know, always tough. Yeah. So you know, when you're a five ten guard, you know, it was kind of dime a dozen. Yeah, there's plenty. Of but those. you know, uh, it was a good opportunity, man. I did work with them a little bit. Uh, with, uh, with a coach, Coach Wright was the coach at the time, and Coach Sykes I had a good talk with him afterwards. But um, you know, the, the, my point is, and you know, even after I left Grambling and transferred to North Carolina A&T, um, you proud? Aggie pride all day, yes, man. You know, which was a great decision for me. Um, got me into coaching. 
uh, which you know is what I do now. I'm currently you know the head varsity girls coach at uh, Virginia Academy in Ashburn, Virginia. And that's been a long time coming too. That's, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about that. But that's that the beauty. That's the beauty of but, this journey, man. Exactly. That's the beauty of it. And yeah, keep going. Yeah, keep know. going. Yes. Yeah, but I'll sum up, man. My story. You know, it's just you know, um, I use all of my situations. Everything that I went through, cause like, like, like you said, like mom and dad, they were naive to AU basketball, to what it took to get to that level, like putting me in the right camps, or putting me in a situation like all the camps that I went to, I found out on my yeah, own. The George yeah. Mason, I remember. George Mason, the like, I, James I'm Madison. the one that filled out information for that. JMU, I went to a couple of other uh, camps um, locally. Um, and really, and I held my own. Like no matter where I played, like I had guys, you know, from that that I used to play with at Worldgate that are older guys now that would take me out to to the run and shoot. You know, I think it's called Cowboys Sports Place now. Um, it'll always be run and shoot. Yeah, but it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll always be the run, run and out shoot. PG, PG County. Yeah, out uh, yeah, out in Capitol Heights, and I would play there um, every Saturday morning, man. And you know, I ended up playing with some NBA guys at the time, like Chris Whitney. Steve Francis, Walt Walt Williams, um, Mucci Norris, uh, as well as some other guys, you know, I was able to be a part of that private run and hold my own, you know. So, you know, I've always gotten respect where, wherever I played at. But the one thing I no. never did real no. is I never let my situation affect what Brandon Marshall and Austin were going to go through. Mm. Because if, if I'm bitter, then I'm setting a bad trend for my brothers moving up the line. And I never wanted to do that. Whatever I went through was what I went, went through. But I was going to make sure that y'all were not going to go through the same situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, that's why I always try to, you know, and that's why I think y'all, you know, call me sometimes. I know the father at times because I'm always, you know, <laughs> giving you guys advice, you know, even when you probably don't want to hear it. Or, you know, just kind of preparing you for what you could expect. You know, so I mean, I've never stopped that. Yeah, I even do do that now with the kids I've coached. With us, yeah. <laughs> what you mean? That's a fact. Never stop. So you know, uh, I appreciate you know uh, this opportunity because you know I don't I don't look at this as being my story or something that you know it's it's nothing for anybody to feel sorry for me about. You know, it's my testimony. Exactly. You know, and I and I'm thankful for it. You know. I can say that now. I couldn't say that maybe when I was younger. Yeah. You know, because I felt like, you know, I said I still had a lot to give to, like, the game. And I, and I even still had two or three over, overseas tryouts from people who saw me play and say, yo, I want you to come to this, to this tryout. Mm-hmm. You know, had an ABA look, which, you know, a team that I actually made, but it just, it just wasn't able to do it just because of the schedule. Um, but, you know, again, man, like, I thank God for this opportunity. Um just to kind of share the story and you know I'm thankful for the goods and what we're going to do because yes, it's going to be a, a, another Walt Hamilton that will make it there's going to be another Austin Hamilton yeah. that will make it a Brandon Hamilton with his story that will make it another Marshall Hamilton who went through knee injury came back played at a high level and right now could easily play play pro ball yeah. 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 so you know right. what? let's get it let's get it let's go let's keep it going Okay, I'm I'm honest, man. Like your 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 progression, Marshall, man, from where you were as far as your mindset that we were trying to get you to understand how good you were back then. Um, you know, sometimes, and you know, this is something that I have to tell kids, man. Like, 
you can either learn from others or you can learn from life. Life teaches much harder lessons. So sometimes you got to figure it out on your own. Even though people are telling you, you know, that you can do it or that, you know, that they're supportive of you, if you don't believe it yourself, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it takes you having to go through certain situations yep. in order for you to, you know, understand what people were saying about you. Yep. Three, four years ago, or far, far, you know, it doesn't matter the, the you know, the, the actual time span. Right. But what does matter is, you know, do you officially get it? Right. You know, so, you know. Um, yeah, I'll definitely off. get into that, man, when yeah, I get to my say. story. Yeah. Um, and, and look, this is like kind of sum up what he talked about. This is someone who did not play one game of varsity, one game of college, but is a head high school coach at a private, private school. school. So, that, I mean, come on. <laughs> and he didn't even get into everything just for the sake of time. We're going to have them on again. But um, his own, his own that was just his playing journey. For him to get from where he is today as a coach is a whole nother So, look, man, appreciate you sharing that, man. Like I said, man, I'll always have been um, an inspiration. You, you're the one who started all this. Yep. You're the one who started all this. And um, it's not going to end with you. Uh, or with us is what I mean. It's gonna be extended through through this platform. So, Brandon, man, you know, love Let's to hear your it, love to have you share your story, man, because uh, um, it, it's it's another one that's just one of perseverance, man. So, floor is yours, man. Yeah, uh, I mean, Walter said it best, man. You know, growing up, we just were sports junkies. You know, always always joked that we didn't have an alarm clock. You know, our alarm clock was the it was ESPN <laughs> on on the TV, you know, 24-7. And so, you know, just to kind of add what Walt was saying, you know, we grew up, we weren't we weren't basketball. We, weren't, we didn't even play basketball. Mm-hmm. Our first love was was baseball. And, you know, I remember back in the day, Dad used to coach us and was actually an exceptional coach. Yeah. He was amazing. And so... You know, he used to just, you know, our love of just the game and just sports in general got us to, you know, become better players and, and become better people. And so I remember when Walt, I was probably probably four or five at the time. And, you know, as I was playing baseball, I remember going, you know, going to that court because it was like down on the ramp and it was in the cut in the trees. Right. Yeah. And... You know, I was the one that had to tell, yeah, well, like, Walt, this is time for dinner. Like, it's, <laughs> it's time to go. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of, I guess it, it sparked that hope in me. It was like, wow, this is pretty cool. But he see, you seeing him, you know, go go at these older men and older teenagers. And, you know, it kind of, I guess, sprought, brought that light as far as what basketball can do. And so, like they said, I was, I was really good at baseball. I remember going from... I played from first to about third grade. Ended up making a bunch of all-star teams. I remember, mm-hmm. and I'm, like I said, not trying to toot my own horn, and Dad I mean, can vouch for it. pod, man. Come on. Okay. Come on. All right, let's toot it. Toot it, man. I remember this one time Dad can vouch for it. It was a home run derby, and each each uh, player got 20, 20, uh, pitches? 20 pitches. And out of the twenty pitches, I hit fifteen out of twenty Sheesh. home runs. Let's get it. Let's so, get it. Let's go. Let's keep it going. 
ba- baseball crazy. came natural to me. I, I would say sports in general just automatically comes natural to me because yeah. I have kind That's of a... True. Uh, You're not bad at anything. Your brain's good at everything. You can pick everything up, you do. You can like, pick up something quick just by looking at it on TV, and then it'll just be able to duplicate it. But right. yeah, it's. I mean, it's, I would say it's a God-given talent. You know, I've been blessed with the ability to uh, have that ability. But you know, fast forward. Once we moved from Centerville to Herndon, I was in the fourth grade, and that whole year I didn't play any sports at all. Mm. You know, I actually took a year off. And was just kind of, you know, trying to build friendships and get used to the area. And it wasn't until fifth grade when I actually started playing house league. Yeah. And it was, it was, uh, I ended up playing for the, the Lakers. Yeah, Chris Kanoisen in there. Chris Kanoisen. Oh, wow. Shout out to, actually, Nick Leach. Coach Nick Leach. Yeah. And he was a coach. Was Paco and on that team? Paco was not on that team. Okay. He was on, I think, we didn't, we didn't, up, we didn't end up playing until... Travel, yeah, and so, yeah, my first year ended up, you know, we ended up, we were, we finished out like in the middle of the pack, but it was, we went on those. I don't know if you remember the UConn runs with, you know, Kimber Walker, and (laughs) we were like a a eight seed, but then we ended up just going on a run. Chris Knoisen, myself, yeah, yeah, he was, he was like a, he was like a mini Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah, he was. Shout out to Chris Knoisen, man. I don't don't know where you are, but yeah, he started playing golf. He's actually a That's great golfer. Yeah, yeah. I you know, are you still in contact together. with him? No, I haven't. I haven't spoken to him recently. Yeah. But I remember that's the last time I've heard of he him. He was like a little Steve Kerr type. Yeah, type yeah. yeah, yeah, he had, he had a little yeah. ratchet. But yeah, ended up we we made a little run in the in the playoffs and ended up going to the championship and we won it. So outside of that, made the All Star team. So mind you, this was in my first year ever playing basketball. Yeah, I remember. And I remember y'all y'all won the championship. Won the championship. Yeah. And honestly, the only the only way I learned basketball was do Walt yeah. and like and just kind of watching games from time to time. So I think that initial just accomplishment kind of sparked the idea of like, okay, well, this might be something I can actually do. Mm-hmm. And so I went from after the house league, ended up going to travel. You know, for for since this is kind of a, a national pod. Tra- the way travel is, it's kind of like, you know, you have your your middle school teams in, like, North Carolina and things of that nature. And so these are guys all across the county and in the area. And so first time I tried out, I did not make the, the A team. I ended up making the B team. But throughout, throughout those times, you know, I would always learn and hone my, and hone my skill sets of, like, okay, even though I didn't make the B team, how did I get better? Like, what are the things that I need to do to get to that next level? And so fast forward from travel, went from, you know, middle school, playing travel and going to high school, ended up, you know, playing freshman and playing freshman, had a good career. You started on freshman. Uh, I would start from time to time. Okay. It wasn't until my sophomore year when I really, you know, understood what it took to put the work in. Yeah. And that was when I turned 15. I remember, you know, Uncle Jerome, he was actually living living with us with, yeah. at the time. Rest in peace, man. R.I.P. to Uncle. Uncle Uncle Jay. But I remember him. He was a phenomenal athlete as well. Mm. I remember him telling me that, you know, once you turn 15, 16, you really need to get into the weight room. Yeah. And so just like Walter said, I used to learn all the stuff, even though we had some setbacks, I had to identify, okay, 
even though this didn't happen to him, how can I right. get to the point where I can't let that happen to me? So my sophomore year, ended up running miles and would hit the weight room. And my sophomore year ended up starting, and we, I probably played at least, I mean, the whole time, <laughs> each the whole season. You know, it was me and Meso. Shout out to Meso. Yeah, Another Hamilton. I don't really remember you ever coming out the game for real. For real. Who was your backup point guard? You couldn't. Uh, Sean Gallahan. Gala. Uh, no wonder you, you still. <laughs> I don't need. Sorry, sorry, Gallahan, but. I don't Sean's know. my boy. He was. He was. He was. He was a he was, was a great he was a great backup point guard had had a, had some handle but at the same time you know it was one of those things where I just had to learn and learn you know having a setback going into my junior year uh, you know I thought I was good enough to make varsity which I I felt like I was you definitely you were and unfortunately I ended up. Uh, instead of playing varsity my junior year, I had to actually take a step back and play JV my sophomore year. I got a junior year. Yeah, as a junior, my junior, I my junior year. No, I'm gonna stop there because um, I don't want to. I'm not gonna call out dad, but dad, you know, stepped in and was was frustrated, rightfully so. Yeah, ended up talking to to coach all the time, um, and you know he gave him some words. But my question for you is, how did you did you ever have a conversation with dad? Um, to let him know, like, hey, like, you know, this is tough, but, um, you know, I'm going to get through this. Did you ever have that conversation? We did have the conversation. You know, I I pretty much told him that we I have to kind of, you know, set my own path, like Walt mm. said. And it was one of those things where as much as it, it stunk, I still wanted to continue to play basketball. You know, keeping keeping it one hundred, it was probably one of the lowest points of my basketball career. And so knowing that I could have been on varsity and did not make it for some obvious political reasons, you know, let's call it what it is, you know, I still had to take it up take it on the chin and say, Hey, look, I'm still gonna play, I'm still gonna get a year in and then next year, you know, put put more work in and end up making varsity. And so Make the long story short, going to my senior year, I decided to play football. And what was cool? Wait, hold on, hold on. What was what was? Wait, can you tell him what position you you went out for? Ended up going for quarterback. <laughs> He's never played organized never, football. In never his played. Life. This, never this played is how you. That's what I'm telling Brandon. His level of confidence, yeah. but also his ability to just pick up and adapt. Yeah, and adapt is that quickly is is you know like phenomenal. One of the most like one of the most you know, complicated uh, cerebral positions in sports as a quarterback. That's like that's like, that's like you trying out for varsity basketball and saying, I'm going to run the point. Exactly. You've never Literally. played organized basketball Literally. ever. And you're like, I'm going to run the point. I'm just going to be a quarterback because I saw Uncle Rico throw, <laughs> throw the ball over the mountains. <laughs> Something like that, man. For sure. I mean, I didn't see it that way. I'm a very confident person. Yeah, I respect it's that. It's so... I mean, if you can see me throw the ball, you had, you, arm, you you had an arm though. Nah, Brandon, yeah, Brandon was a good quarterback. You understand so it that? It wasn't like he was wasn't good. It's just the, the fact that that was the first thing that he went for. I mean, I respect it, man. Yeah, but I ended up ended up uh, after, since I didn't play quarterback, I switched to wide right receiver, and that position just came natural to me. And you know, nice. it was it was a phenomenal experience. But what that did was that prepared me for basketball because. When I had pads on for 
literally three to four months. It helped me get faster, mm -hmm. helped me with my, my fast twitch muscles. I got, you know, my, my stamina more yeah. explosive. And so going into my senior year, ended up making the team. But, you know, unfortunately, we were, one, one thing I'll say about 04, we were probably the top team in the state of Virginia. And so, sad. you know, we had, you know, myself, Mesa ended up playing D2, Brad Farrell ended up playing D1, uh, Scotty Reynolds, who was an All-American, shout out to Scotty, shout out to all those guys. Russell Watts. Uh, Russell no. Watts was 6'7". Could have played in college uh, if you wanted. Could have played in college. So we, we, had a, we had a squad, and so we were so stacked, it was just hard for, for Hall to fit all the pieces together. And so... Our senior year, unfortunately, we lost in the regional semis to our rival, South Lakes, uh, at Mason. So that's one memory tough. that I'll that's never forget. Tough. That's one of the best teams I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, they had they had no, no, a little. No, I'm sorry, the O three team with uh with Ricky and them. That team was yeah. yeah. Doug McLaughlin. Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. That following year, you but know, South Lakes. South Lakes man. <laughs> yeah, but that South Lakes, that 03 team still does not compare to that 99 team that went to the state championship game. Yeah. Well, we have to get some other guys on the pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure guys like Dustin and uh, Duke Cooper and Dustin Halenga, I think they would. Uh, yeah, they have, they have a ball with that. Yeah, they yeah. both lost in the state finals, which is crazy. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Speaking yeah, of right. that, though, uh, it's a perfect plug for the Nova basketball tournament. 2021 coming soon. Yes, sir. TV. Yep. We'll keep y'all posted TBT, on that. TBT. Nova TBT. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Go ahead. Yeah. Go back to it. Yeah. So, from my senior, from my senior year going to, you know, I graduated high school. Ended up, you know, I I was trying to play in college, but unfortunately I had no offers because, you know, it was challenging to get PT. But I still loved the game of basketball. So, it was just one thing that was in my heart. I knew I could play at the college level. And so... The only school that I honestly applied for was North Carolina A&T. So, ended up attending college with my older brother, which was honestly <laughs> the best two years of my life. <laughs> you know, you know like I said, we'll, we'll have to have another pie when it comes to college stories. But for the sake of time... Shout you out know, to Auntie, man. Yes. No, your, your wives don't need to hear Your, yeah, your wives yeah, yeah. don't want to hear those stories. Yeah. Shout out to the executive team, too. <laughs> yes. They'll, That's got to be an exclusive pie. Yes. You got to pay money for that. <laughs> Exclusively <laughs> on Tidal or something. Right, right, yes. right, right. Patreon. Absolutely. So, you know, going into my freshman year, I ended up, you know, we I remember Walt and I went to the coach's office and we asked if they had, you know, any walk-on tryouts. And unfortunately, he said no. So, you know, that whole year, just like just like you were talking about, even though we did not play for a team, we were in the gym pretty much every week. You know, the, they have an aux, auxiliary gym called More Gym. And keep it in 100, there were some guys that were playing in that gym that should have been on the team. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of athletes. Lot, oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of talented players. Absolutely. And so, mm -hmm. you know, we ended up playing intramural ball. And that was playing intramural ball back in that day kind of, you know, gradually got my confidence. There's one story in particular where uh, Walt and I, we came back from Thanksgiving break and we ended up making, we had to play, we played in the championship, championship game and ended up hurting my hand. That's another story for another day. Uh, 
Oh, 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 that story. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, hold on, hold on. I think we might. Can we tell that now? Or we're going to wait? Nah, we, nah, it's waiting for a second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll, but, that'll open up a whole another can of worms. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, man. So the whole time, like before I was telling Walt before the game, I'm like, man, I don't know if I can shoot. Like something happened. Like my hand was feeling funny. He knows exactly but, what happened to that hand. <laughs> like, we're not going to go there. <laughs> not yet. But... During the game, you know, you know, as athletes, you guys know, you know, when adrenaline, when when adrenaline hits you, like you just don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So that first half, you Walt can tell you, I probably hit at least what like seven, eight threes, just right off the break. Yeah, and they went off. They went off in that first half. You probably had close to 20, at least close to thirty in the first first half. Yeah, I mean it was it was a very high scoring game against some really talented guys. Some guys that played for Ante. Yep. Uh, some guys that just graduated from from the actual team as well. So you had guys that used to play for the team. And you had guys that had just grad- graduated from the team that were ringers. Yep. And, you know, we're giving them the business, you know. And it's kind of interesting because, again, this goes, this goes back to Brandon's confidence. And, you know, he, he, he didn't allow uh, his shooting hand, which was, you know, bandaged up a little bit, to stop him from accomplishing, you know, what he felt like. He could do. I mean, when Brandon gets hot, he can shoot from anywhere. Mm. Yeah, he's going up. So. What's, what, what's the nickname you call yourself? Blade Blompson. <laughs> Blade Blompson. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, when Brandon Brandon gets hot, man. Blade Blompson's activated for sure. Yeah, I don't know about that Blade Blompson. Yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> easy, y'all, y'all gonna catch on. Hey guys, thanks for clocking in with us and making it this far into the episode. We want to continue these episodes for as long as possible, but we might need your help. If you click on the description on each episode, you'll find a link that reads support this podcast. If you enjoy keeping up with us, click on that link and you can make a monthly donation. All right, you guys hear enough of me talking anyways, so let's get back into the episode. But yeah, so we went on to that. And, you know, I ended up going, actually, fast forward, I ended up going to A&T for two years. But, you know, it was one of those things where basketball was just still in my heart. And so after that semester was over, ended up talking to one of our trainers back in the day. And I asked him, you know, what are my options? And he was like, man, you should go to JUCO route. Just try it out. So ended up trying out for three, three schools. One was in Tennessee. Another one was in, I believe, like Utah, and then my last tryout was actually out in the Richmond area, and it was for a school in Baltimore called Essex College. So I remember Dad drove me to to the to the tryout, and you know one thing about being trying out, all the guys just want to show off and and do whatever they wanted to do, break you guys, you know, just kind of be selfish on the mm-hmm. basketball court. Right. And so I think what separated myself. When Coach Bird saw me, was that yeah I was scoring, but at the same time, I saw the whole floor. I was getting everyone involved. I was rebounding. I wasn't worrying about myself. So that was my actually last option to to you know play for a team. So if that didn't work out, I was going back to A&T. Mm-hmm. So you know I remember Coach Bird. He called he called my name and said, Hey, you know I like what I see. You know how would you like to play for for my my school? So. It was at that moment, you know, I had that my dream came true of playing college basketball. 
And so for the sake of time, you know, ended up playing my, my freshman year, ended up getting actually broke my foot, came back. And my, fir- my, my, my freshman year there was not the way I wanted it to. But once again, it was at that time, I, I still worked on my game and do what I needed to do to get better and stronger and faster. And this is actually going to relate to your guy's story. Mm. While I was in college, these guys were actually in you know middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that hard work of being a college athlete and waking up at 6 in the morning and getting in the weight room, I was instilling that into these guys. Mm-hmm. So they already had the mindset of, okay, if this, this is where you guys want to go, this is what it's, this is what it's going to take. So it's either going to make you or break you. Mm-hmm. But it didn't broke them, didn't break them, and I mean that's why they're phenomenal athletes today. But my second year was actually the year where B-Wade came, you know, came into play. Yeah, I do. And so Went on a Dame Lillard uh bubble run, dog. Really did go on a Dame Lillard bubble run. Absolutely. And so my last story before I let you guys share was going into my second year. Uh it was one of those things where you know, basketball is a game about confidence and belief, like Walt said. Mm-hmm. And so the first couple of games ended up probably scoring about 10, 13 points. And I remember playing this team in New Jersey. And one of the things that my coach was saying was like, look, you ha- you already have it in you. Just, you know, just go off. Because funny story, he was actually the last game only scored five points. And we were driving home. And he actually kind of fried me. He was like, man, you playing like garbage. Really. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. He was like, you know what? You, you're not even playing like like garbage. You, you, you know the juice that's in the garbage? <laughs> He's like, you playing like garbage juice. But as a competitor. He looked, that, like, he looked like Tommy from Martin, too. <laughs> shout out to Coach Bird. Shout out to Coach Fox as no, well. He was, he was good, man. But, he could hoop, too. Yeah, he was nice. Yeah. You know, playing at Morgan State. But after that, after that game, uh, ended up playing in Jersey, and yeah, I remember praying. I'm like, look, you know, God, just give me the confidence to just play well and do what I need to do for our team to get a win. And my after that game, ended up scoring 27 points, mm-hmm. and I think that was my career high in just college and just high school in general. But after that, after that game, that just sparked the just the dog. Yeah, dogging me to where it's like wow if I can do this who knows what could happen so after that game ended up scoring 34 then another game had 38 another one I had probably 40 and it just after that it just kind of continued to build my confidence and honestly that's what sparked just the my the mindset of like no one can guard me and you know having that confidence just on and off the basketball court is something important that to have and in life, not in, just in, you know, right. on the basketball court, man. Yeah, in life, and and the more the more confidence you have, man, the more belief that you have a basketball player, and you know that's that's pretty much my story, you know, on the college realm. And now, you know, we we have this brand, the goods, and honestly, my my goal is to build that belief, not only just on the basketball court, but outside as well. Exactly. And yeah. and the more confidence that a lot of these kids have. And just kind of letting them know that look, you got what it takes. Just you know, once you once you figure that out, uh, it's it it opens up so many doors. So absolutely, 
appreciate you sharing, man. I mean, there's a lot that we could dissect. Um, And, you know, one thing that I'll say as I transition into my story is, you know, Walt was a lot older. He's nine years older than me. So I didn't see his, like, grind. Um, I saw Brandon's. Mm -hmm. I saw Brandon's. And um, I'm definitely going to get emotional. You know, I'm not even going to try to hold it back because... uh, there, there's just a lot of things that you guys instilled into me and, and, and things that I went through um, that, you know, it's just going to be tough not to get emotional about. So going into my story, man, uh, my love for the game really started uh, with with Walt. We used to have these things in the living room <laughs> called Coach Hamilton's Camp. Yeah. Walt sit first of all, for this. <laughs> And he's that's all, that's us. all I knew he was going to be a coach. He, exactly. He's been a coaching for a minute. He had us he's doing like rapid he's fire. Like 15, he's like 15, running his own camp. Running his own camp with us. We're doing defensive slides, <laughs> ball handling drills. We used to have the uh, the hoop that we would put on the dresser. And we used to play 21. Brandon and I would play one-on-one um, and, and stuff like that. But that's where it started, man. And I was a natural when it came to basketball. Um for some reason, I always had the ability to dribble. Since a youngin', like I've I've always been able to dribble, mm-hmm. um, and you know I want to say around five is when I really started to like develop that love. But I played baseball first because that's what uh, <laughs> that's what my dad put us into. They're laughing because I was by far the worst baseball player in the family. That's a fact. Here's why though. I've had I've had eighty I've had eighty twenty vision since I was like five years old. You couldn't see a thing. I couldn't man. see a thing. Because he used to be in front of the TV screen two inches away, watching uh I watching Kobe. Miss, I wasn't trying to miss nothing. Yeah, watching Kobe. I wasn't trying to miss any details. I was trying to get the HD. Man, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah, my my eyesight definitely you wasn't high definition. <laughs> um, but uh, I played baseball for two years, but. Like them, man, I was always playing at recess, playing with older kids. Like, older kids would always pick me up um, at recess. And, um, you know, I would go to their games. One of the things I least love to do, every time out, halftime, I'm on the court shooting. Yep. Yeah. Every single every single time. You could not – the referee would have to, like, <laughs> that, like throw me off the court, basically. Mm, yep. Um, so, around nine – uh, and Austin was seven because we're two years apart. Actually, I was eight, and he was six when, when the league started. Um, my dad signed us up for uh, Reston Youth Club Summer League, which is legendary legendary league, man, at Stonegate, which is like the Berry Farms, Rucker Park of this area. That's a fact. And um, a lot of history there. And, you know, Austin and I, um, you know, we're, we have a great relationship now. Back then, we were either best friends or we were fighting. <laughs> Right. And we had never really played together ever. Like on a team type of setting. No. So our first game, we're playing against uh the commissioner's team. You know, they're they're like <laughs> like freaking Hoosiers, uh Hickory type team. This is our first oh, time ever playing. First time ever playing organized basketball. Yeah. Walden Brandon are there. My mom is there, obviously my dad is there, and we got destroyed. <laughs> Me and him were arguing the whole game. These two were yelling at us. My mom's yelling at them for yelling at us. She's yelling at my dad for not yelling at them. Yep. And our first game was a disaster. Nah, first who, game was a disaster. Now, nah, was dad the coach? 
He was like an assistant. assistant. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, shout out to Coach Ship, man. Yeah. Shout out to Coach Ship. A1 Cycling was a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you guys brought up, you know, that that one moment where you started to get some confidence. And we were playing against um, Ray Waddell's team. I forgot what they were called, but Ray Waddell's team. They were green. They're green. No, we, were, we were green, too. No, we were gray. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The year after, we, yeah. were, we were green. Yeah, you're right. Um, and... It was a it was a close game. Uh, shout out to Nicole Brown. She was the only female on the team. Oh, she wow. actually ended up playing at a high level too. Uh, yeah. She used to talk crazy. She, yeah, her wow, brother I Nick Brown from Heritage and out of Leesburg. Wow. Um, see, it was it was it wasn't a co-ed league, but she was good for a girl, so yeah. she was on the team. She was talking crazy to me the whole game. <laughs> and y'all know me when I get mad is when I really start to start to hoop. Um, and I just went off well, on like well, a tear. Too. I went off on a tear in the second half, and then um, with like three seconds left, I hit the game tying uh, mid range shot to send it into overtime. Huh. I don't know if you if y'all remember yeah, that. So. Yeah, was it was it a regular season? It was game? regular season. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. like our second or third game because we yeah. smacked the next game. We like we destroyed them, and then we, yeah. our third game was against them, and they were like undefeated. They were sick too. Yeah, hit that joint, and uh, I just remember holding. Hold the follow through. <laughs> the moniker. Hold yeah. the follow through. Moniker right. Uh, I end up, uh, we go in overtime, I end up, you know, hitting another clutch shot to, to win. And after that, we won like a winning streak. Yep. I can't remember um, losing after. And if we did I, lose, because we weren't. We there. lost to um, one game. We lost one game after because Alex Ship was like on vacation. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Right. But we yep. get to the playoffs, and we play that same team first round. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a crazy close game, man. I think we were down for a good amount of it, and I ended up going off again. You had a good game. Um, I had 18 that game. Wait, uh, you, re- you remember how many points you had? Yeah, I remember, dog. You remember everything, man. I remember yeah, everything, One thing dog. about Marshall, he has an elephant memory, man. Yeah, it's like, crazy. I had 18. That's the game crazy. that dad, and, and that. dad and Coach Waddell almost oh, got, got, got into a, two, a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost came to blues. I'm yeah. um, and then the next... And here's a crazy thing. This championship game, we played the team we played the first game where we got smacked. The commissioner's team. Do you, do you remember? Wasn't it Comcast? Nah, they were uh, Cardinal Bank. Yeah, you're Cardinal. Right. Yeah, you right. sound like Mighty right. Ducks, man. Yeah, they were Cardinal, man. <laughs> so they end up, um, right. we end up, another close game, I had 20. Um, of course you don't remember that. I remember that. <laughs> you're going to remember that 20 piece. Yeah, I remember that, that 20 piece nugget. <laughs> um, and we ended up winning the championship against a team that, we got smacked yeah. against the first game this well, year, the first like, game ever. It was like, you know, when, when LeBron and, and Wade first teamed up. Like they, right. There wasn't the, the chemistry. Yeah, the chemistry wasn't there. This guy compared himself to LeBron. Unbelievable. We just had to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, figure man. it out, dog. <laughs> so, wait, who was LeBron? Who was LeBron? You were definitely LeBron. I don't want to be LeBron. I was D-Wade for sure. That's another. Uh, that's another. But, yeah, so yeah, just to fast forward into that section, man. <laughs> I ended up, uh, we ended up winning championship. We end, I ended up getting offensive player of the year, and I and I um, made the All Star team. We both did. So then going into that next grade, dog, um, we used to have show and tell, right? I brought all my freaking trophies. <laughs> Confidence is on an all time high. Um, first league ever, win the championship. That's like a theme in our family, actually. Now nah, think about it. Yeah. Um, wow. And then the next year, I played travel, and this is where confidence comes in. Um, you know. For me, man, I've always had the ability and, and the work ethic, but when I went to that next level, I didn't. Yeah, I had to start 
mentally for me, it was like I started from zero again, confidence wise. And to the point where um, Coach Passmore, my travel coach, one game, in tryouts I was killing, practice I was killing, but in the game, I didn't have the confidence to apply all that that you guys were teaching me when I was working on. And like after the third game, he's like, look, man, you're the best player on this team. Like, I need you to, you know, start playing like it, basically. And I had a good game after that, but, you know, my biggest challenge was emotional stability. When things were going well, I was great. When things weren't going well, I was it was a disaster. And honestly, that's just how I was as a person at that point in my life. So, you know, I go through my travel career, um, you know, had some good moments. Our team wasn't the best. I mean, no disrespect to, you know, the coach. He wasn't the greatest coach in the world as far as, like, player development. But it was a good experience for me. Um, ended up playing AAU with Virginia Vipers, one of the best AAU programs at that time. But honestly, I didn't earn that spot. Austin got put on a team because he actually earned it. Um, and he'll talk about that probably. And it was one of those things where my dad was like, look, you know, I want my other son to play AAU. Like, what do y'all have? And they kind of added me to this team. And this team was freaking stacked. Like, I'm in seventh grade. I'm like five, one and a half. Our point guard was 5'11". Our shooting guard was 5'10". The three was 6'2". Yeah, our four and five was, were 6'5". In, se- in freaking seventh yeah, grade. That team was huge, bro. Yeah. And these are guys that are going to private school, like, you know, DeMatha, O'Connell. And uh, it was good for me because, you know, it made me compete. But, again, my confidence wasn't there yet because I didn't feel like I really belonged there. Right? So going, in, going into uh, into ninth grade, um, you know, one of the things that we learned through their experiences is we got to start going to all the camps, like the Herndon basketball camps. So the coach knows us, get, you know, kind of puts us on their list early. So I would always do well there. Competition wasn't like amazing, but, uh, you know, it was good enough. So that eighth grade camp, I destroy everybody. Coach Hall pulls me aside and is like, look, I think you can start on the JV team. And, uh, it was scary to me, man. Uh, honestly, it was exciting. I felt good about it. But again, because my confidence hasn't caught up with my ability, you know, it, it just was kind of like terrifying for me. Um, so I ended up playing freshman. He didn't He didn't even have me try out for, for JV. I think he knew like, you know, he probably isn't ready for this yet. Um, on freshman, uh, shout out to Coach G. You know, I started, but I was an emotional roller coaster man so there were times where the backup point guard would play more than me um he wasn't better than me but he was he was a steady freddy guy like he was yeah. he was like tj mcconnell yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying that type of player so i go into my jv year i have a kind of up and down freshman year and um you know that's when i i really started to put in like that work now if i really take actually i'll take a step back because we were training with Marlo um, at, at Worldgate. When I started, it was probably 7th, 8th grade. Um, and I wanted to take a step back because that's when Brandon would wake us up at like 6.30 in the morning and get us to the gym. And Marlo's training started at 9. So we would get there at like 6.30 because he had to work. So that's the only time he could work us out. We freaking hated it. 
<laughs> like we'd be punching our pillow. We hated it. And he'd tell us one day <laughs> you're going to thank me. Yeah, get up, man. One day you're going to thank me. So that started in seventh grade. Um, and, uh, continued on, you know, up until probably like my, my sophomore year. So, um, get to my JV year and, uh, playing in a fall league and I had like 15 points first fall league game um the same JV coach that coach Brandon and he tells me after the game you're you're either gonna you're either gonna start or you're gonna be the last player on the bench that's I'm like what who said that coach S that's that's what he said to me after the game he's like you did well offensively but I didn't like this you're either gonna start or you're gonna be at the end of the bench I've never heard that before so, I didn't play a lot that year. There were some freshmen that came in. Uh, shout out to Randall and Chris Hightower, who were more physically developed. I was like five six, skinny kid, had skill. Yeah. But uh, that was one. That was one of the worst years I've ever had. Uh, that was a low point because he beat me down. Like if I did anything well, he didn't say anything. As soon as I did something wrong, he was on me the whole time. Uh, he beat, he mentally beat me down. I was at a low point, but you know, what I remembered, man, and this is where, you know, I might get emotional. Um, the year after, uh, or the summer going into my junior year, I remember my dad was like, you know, Brandon went through this situation. Um, you know, when he got put on JV as a junior and, um, he was like, you know, just be prepared, man. You might be put on JV. And one thing about me is I'm a fighter, man. And um, I remember driving with my dad to, and I think Austin may have been with us. I remember driving to, um, Take your time, to the gym when Brandon got out of his tryout. And I'm expecting him to say, like, yo, I made the team. And uh, i never forget his face when he came out the locker room. And I'll never forget him crying at home, man. And uh, it was what everything Walt went through. That whole year, man, I'm like, I got to break this curse, man. And everything that he had put in, they had put into me, it was like, I, I can't let them down. So that whole year, man, that whole summer, Brandon was going into his college career. Austin was going into his freshman year. But I tell you, I worked the hardest I've ever freaking worked in my life. Yeah, I remember. Fact. I had friends tell me I'm not gonna make the team. I had people who, 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 you know, they saw, they would clown me about not playing on JV. And uh, I outworked everybody, man. And here's the thing, man. Sometimes your 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 work ethic has to outwork your confidence, and that's exactly what happened with me. I ended up barely making the team. Thankfully, I don't know if it was I think it was God because the coach that cut Brandon and Walt as as juniors that was God. Um, he left, and um, Coach Wheeling comes comes in and shout out to Coach Wheeling, man. Um, I get emotional talking about him too because you know he was he was the first people person outside of my family who really. You know, saw something in me, and 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 said I could play college ball. But as a junior man, I was just I was 
honestly, I, I, I was happy to make the team. And I, I thought I was just as talented or just as good as some of the people playing in front of me. But I was just happy to be there. Uh, but at the same time, I was a competitor. So it wasn't like I was loafing or whatever in practice or anything. But uh, I didn't play one game that year, man. Not one single game my junior year. Um, but I, it, it built confidence that I kind of broke that family curse. Like, you know, I made varsity as a junior. Fast forward to the next year, again, work my tail off because, you know, my mom and dad told me straight up, man, like, we're not gonna have the money to pay for college. This is right in the middle of a recession um, or before the beginning of the recession. So I'm thinking like, I gotta get a scholarship, man. Um, have a decent summer. Um, Austin's on playing varsity summer league with me as, as a rising sophomore. And uh, we get to the beginning of the regular season and Austin is starting over me. <laughs> I'm the senior. He's a sophomore. He's starting over me. And uh, I never was jealous, man. I, I was Honestly, I was happy to be playing with him again. And um, I worked my tail off throughout that year. I wasn't the most consistent, uh, you know, as far as stats or whatever. But uh, just to again, be quick with this, uh, Austin ends up somehow, this was definitely God too. He, he shuts his finger into our door when we're about to drive to Richmond for a Christmas tournament and breaks off his his fingernail. He's out for the one, tournament. One of the most painful like experiences that. ever. Freak accident. Still don't know how I did it, but I don't either. But he, oh, uh, yeah, that was. He's I'm out. So mad, man. He he's out for the tournament, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm definitely gonna start now. Yeah. Get to the starting lineup. I'm not in it. I feel mad disrespected. Um, we end up, uh, there's a game that ends up coming down to the wire, and I end up playing a lot in the second half. I take the game with a shot, miss it, get cussed out for taking the shot. Um, I'm pissed. Next practice, best practice I've ever had. He starts me the next game, have 20 points, first game ever started. Mm -hmm. Did Ray come in that game? I don't know if Ray was there. Next game, I had 15. But because I only played, like, 10 minutes the first game, I had, like, four points. If I would have played the first game, I would have been all tournament. But that built my confidence. Mm. And if you would have been if you would have been healthy, there's no way I have those games. Yeah. yeah. And then from that point on, I kind of worked myself into the starting lineup. Um, we have a really good run, and, and, you know, I get some good film. And Coach said, look, man, I think you can play in college. Brandon uh, filmed the whole season, so shout out to him. Uh, and we sent some tape to some Division three schools, um, Virginia Wesleyan, Averitt, Shenandoah, Greensboro, Farham reached out. And uh, I visited, in Hood College, I visited Hood College, Virginia Wesleyan, and Farham. And, uh, you know, again, not to get into all the details, but I ended up choosing Farham because I felt like it was the best place for me to, to to win. Um, coach told me freshman year, you're not going to play because there's two senior point guards ahead of you. Um, but sophomore year, from then on, it'll be your team. Go to Farron my freshman year, and one of the senior point guards doesn't come back to school. So I'm automatically put into the starting lineup. No, I mean, into the backup point guard position that uh, I ended up doing really well in, you know, as far as running the team. And, and what I'll say, man, is I went from not playing at all as a junior 
to a backup point guard two years later and actually thrived in that role. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get I didn't all of a sudden get way better. I mean I did improve, but I mentally was just in a better position and I had learned things throughout the years and work that from work that I had put in being a student of the game that prepared me for that that point in my life. Sophomore year I ended up starting half the season. Um we go we go on an eleven oh winning streak, best winning streak in school history. Um end up going twenty three and five. Um, but even then, man, what ended up happening, this is where Brandon Walt really got on me. I put in crazy work that summer because I knew I was going to start, was was ready, but my confidence was still Marshall as a junior in high school. So this is just a lesson. Like, you're, sometimes your your talent needs to catch up to your confidence. And by that time, I wasn't ready. I didn't see myself as a starter yet because I was – Again, I was kind of happy to be here. Like, I'm in college playing, dog. Like, you, like Marshall, you you weren't even playing this much as a senior in, in high school. Um, I get hurt my my junior year, tear my ACL, one of the lowest points of my life. Um, didn't really play that well, man. I mean, not play that well, but play that much that year. And then going into my senior year, I played D3, man. There's no red shirt. You know, I, I got to play. So I got six months from the time I have surgery to the first practice to get to get ready. Um, and the first game is against Elon University, which is where Austin was. So we go from playing together at nine and seven, and then again in high school, um, to after everything that happened with our family, being able to play against each other, my first game back, man, was, was just... Man, something we'll never forget. And just to make a long story short of my senior year, <clears throat> had the best statistical year I had in my college career. After an injury, um, you know, was top five in assists, top five in assist to turnover ratio, top five, top 10 in three-point percentage. Um, and, um, you know, I, I kind of had don't some regret. academic all-American. Academic, oh, yeah, I was academic. Please don't forget uh, that. For, I was the first, first basketball player in, in the school's history to be – um, uh, academic all conference four straight years. Got uh, was, was on the National Association of Basketball Coaches Honors Court my senior year. So you know I had a great student athlete resume uh, as far as like on and off the court, but uh, I did not tap into my mental uh, tough not toughness, but the ability to match my confidence and my talent until after college. Which is why they're saying now, like, oh, he can still play pro. Um, well, it's because it, it took time for me to to catch up, and you know, I don't have any regrets, man. But um, you know, you guys, you two, man, you guys have no idea how much you guys impacted me because there are a lot of times where I, I did want to quit, um, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't let you guys down. I couldn't let him down because I knew if I didn't get through it, he may not think he can make varsity. <laughs> And um, the story is still going, man. And, and, you know, apologize for getting emotional. I knew it was going to happen, but it really hits home with me, man, because uh, th this story isn't just about us, you know, all being able to play. Like, we all impacted each other. So, yeah, so, I mean, I don't I don't know how to even go off of that, man. Honestly, um, I think what's what's important for people to to know and understand is, um, you know, 
in all those stories, man, there's been there's been else. I don't mean a loss. I mean lessons. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, every every one of you guys have took those lessons and you know learned from them, became better people, better basketball players, um, and that's why I was able to have the the basketball career out. You know, I had throughout you know growing up high school and college I'm not gonna bore you guys with my whole story um, just for the sake of time too but um, you, can, you can google that's all I gotta say yeah yeah resume speaks for itself <laughs> yeah but um, I would say the probably the, the most uh, the, the proudest moment of my career um, and you touched on it man is, is breaking that curse and if you uh tough well what why why are you getting your thoughts together let me just say this you know with you know all of our stories and you know it's you know this is probably the first time that we really yeah had this like red tender intervention talk. yeah we you haven't know? talked to each other about this ever i don't think no i mean it, it's Even it's interesting i knew this was going to happen too and yes. for me it's interesting you know to hear you guys because you know I'll say this for me, like the one thing that I wish that I I would say if I had a regret, it would be not being there for you guys. Or, you know, um, but I think I thank God for the time me and Brandon had at AT, but it was time for Brandon to make sure that you guys were taken care of. Well, you were there, man. Yeah, you now, were there. You were there now, in so, spirit. You right. were physically in the area. Right. I, I wasn't in the area, so I, yeah. So I would talk to him on the phone after games or, or like the next day. You know, I'd check the stats. Uh, or I had people, you know, hit me up and kind of vent to me about games. Like Nemo would call me or <laughs> Dad or, or, or like some other guys would call me about their games when I was at um, A&T. And then when I was in, even in, when I was at Grandma State in uh, Louisiana. Um Checking up on Brandon's games, you know, you know, I do. I, there is there is a part of me that I wish I could have been there more, in certain areas, um, especially. For, it's not so much from the basketball side, but more so from the mental side. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, we all are overcomers, and I, you know, and I'm. Our family is man. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's not just us. It's it's our family, but even I even take it a little step further man with Christ Fellowship Church like the church that we grew up in yeah. and there's so many people man that you know have instilled a lot of these values in us to you know even when your confidence is is, is wavering that you, you know, that you have to rely on your faith you know for us that faith is in Jesus Christ and in the most high and the fact that you know through everything that we went through God always took care of us right you know, we, we have infinite favor, man, with God. You know, this whole situation, the goods that's and how it started, um, you know, it's all based on, it's nothing but God. Like, the fact that we're all here still alive, yeah, it's nothing but God. There's been plenty of opportunities where, you know, our lives could have been taken away from us. And, you know, the lessons that I, that, you know, from what, from what Marshall just said, is you know for those people that are, are listening is you know no matter what you're going through um never doubt yourself because yeah. when you doubt yourself you know that's nothing but the enemy creeping in man and 
putting those 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 thoughts that you can't do certain things. Now, what Marshall had that maybe some other people may not have is a situation where you have individuals that you can piggyback on that won't let you quit, that won't let you fail, that won't even when you're down yourself will tell you to get to get out of that mindset. Some people don't have that. Yeah. You know, and you know I. I look at us, man, as accountability partners. I think we've shown okay. that since time we guys were born, um, that you know you guys will always be my account, my accountability partners, and I will always be you guys uh, yeah. you know, as, as long as I'm living. You know, I love you guys, man. I'm thankful that you guys are able to share share the stories. But you know, again, for those that are listening, never doubt yourself. Never doubt yourself, because you never know what type of impact that you can leave on other people who are doubting themselves, who lack faith, who are, who get cut, who go, who interview for coaching jobs and don't get it, who interview for that job um, and don't get it because they lack confidence in who they are and their abilities, even though they know, again, like your story is interesting, Marshall, because you said, like, you knew you had the talent but you couldn't put it together. I couldn't put my finger on it, man. Like I really, I would pray for confidence. I just couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. And what I realized, honestly, man, is you can't, you cannot rely on someone else to give you confidence. Your That's confidence right. cannot come from external sources. And in my whole life, yeah, I needed it here from you, you guys, parents, coaches. I needed, I needed permission to be great. And uh, that's not the case anymore. But I do want to get let Austin yeah, talk. Um, again, apologies for getting choked up, man. But really what I was going to say, you know, throughout everyone's journey and um, all the literally scars and the lessons that um, have come about, um, we can proudly say that that Hamilton name is on the wall for, forever at Hearn High School. That's a fact. Um, and again, it's that's not whenever I when people say like all oh, your names on the wall or it's tired or whatever, nah. That's that's the Hamilton name. That's not Austin Hamilton. That's the Hamilton name. I get it. every time I see it I get emotional. So you know, it started with Walt. Yeah. He went through his, his troubles, Brandon, Marshall. Um, so that's why like that means so much to to me, um, to have, you know, <laughs> that story, man, of, of the Hamiltons battling through and, and, and not getting the respect and, um, you know, playing time that they deserved. So for that, I mean, a special man. Um, and, you know, we're going to continue to, to to get our names on walls and in other fields. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, and, you know, we've talked about this, but, I mean, who knows, man, I, I, I still still might play again, you know. Got it. I've talked you? about it. Um because I still feel like I still have some ball left, but you know we'll see where God leads me. But um, yeah, man, this was <laughs> this was powerful. Man, the only thing I'll say, man, we probably got to wrap up soon. But I told him this. I don't know if I told you guys this, um, but when when he won the district championship, um, I, I mean I was balling because. I remember my my mom called and um, they were down like thirteen in the second half. Yeah, 
No, no, no. We're down like 20. Yeah, 20, yeah, 19, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was, yeah. And it was 20. I'm, there's no live stream at this point. Uh, it's like 2011. And um, I'm, at, I'm at my like dorm room desk, like, like just on edge, man. And when she, she called me and said they won. It broke down. Because <clears throat> it was, for me, it was literally, I just said, we finally won. That's, that was, that's what came out. And uh, I don't want to get emotional again, man. It's too late. But too late. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, that that moment, the wall was cool, but that for me, that was a moment, man, where it was like we find one of us finally did it, man. What was it? like the he could have got all met, all the other accolades, but when I did. when he went, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but humble brag. <laughs> if he got on that, it's, I still would have been proud of him. Um, Don't but, mean a thing but, without the ring. <laughs> yeah, right. But when he got that ring, man, that that's what that's what that's what did it for me. So yeah. Um, Just anything else? Yeah, we got to wrap one, up soon. But one thing I'll say is, you know, for people that are listening and watching, you see a lot of, you know, pain and just tear shed and just. Laughter. You know, laughter, every emotion you can think of. I think the premise behind what we built with the goods is all wrapped up into that. Yeah. And so, you know, the people that we hope to inspire with our company and people we want to train and develop as just good citizens on and off the basketball court, it's a culmination of all the stuff we went through and just instilling that into the next basketball player that you know we meet on the basketball courts i think that's I think that's why you see so much emotion because we're able to share our story but at the same time it brings us joy because now we can take all this greatness and yeah. knowledge and just all the stuff we've learned throughout our years and instill it to others and right. I think that's what brings us greater joy yeah. in the end. Yeah, man. Well, anything you want to close with? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, with what you guys well said, you know, when it comes to the goods, you know, it's, end of the day, trust your process. You know, like, like you know, like, like Marshall said, you know, you don't need permission to be great. It's already, it's already within it's already in you. Stamp yourself, man. Right. Stamp you know, yourself. And that's, and that's kind of the thing, you know, with that, that that we want to do, you know, is we want to help you understand that you don't need permission in order to show who you are, to be who you are. There. Now, with that being said, there's there's going to be some low points. It's going to be some adverse situations, but just understand that you're an overcomer, you know, and, and you are the goods. You know, you, you, know, you represent... The lineage of whatever your family has ever gone through. Everybody has a family. Every family has a story. All right, you're just you're 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 just writing another chapter in that book, in your personal story, and, and in your family story. So, you know, just understand that through everything, everybody has their own process. Just trust your process. Put in the work, clock in, and let's see what comes over. Yeah, it's powerful, man. Last thing I'll say. Um, just to wrap up, did you have something? You yeah, want to I was gonna say, um, big shout out to Eric, man, who, who's who's here. Eric's a, um, as you guys know, um, is a Russell. long, long term um, 
brother. I might yeah. even call him a family friend. And, uh, you know, he, he grew up, especially with, with you two, since, you, since you guys were too, young. Man. He saw it all. I saw um, those games too, brother. And, you know, his, his family has been a blessing to our family um, since the beginning. And, uh, you know, just want to say we appreciate you, E, always, man. Shout out Uncle Al on Barb. Yeah, man. Courtney. Yeah. Courtney. The whole, the whole Jackson Jackson crew, man. But, Love yeah. y'all too, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, you never know who's, who's watching, man. And it's bigger than you. You know, you quitting or you persevering is not about, not about you. It wasn't about me. Um, it was... You know, there is someone who needs to hear this story eventually. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I need to persevere so that I can inspire someone else, which is, again, what this is all about. And it's a blessing, man, to be doing this with y'all. It's been a long time coming. And um, it's just the beginning, man, literally um, just the beginning. And I, I know that our main goal is, is impact. It's not about profit, but um, I'll take the money, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Cedarico, me, Cedarico, baby. Cedarico. Yes, sir. Hey, episode ten, man. Again, we love y'all. It was a pleasure. Love y'all, man. Appreciate you. The good, the good, baby. We got here, coming. Peace. We put in work and here's the proof. What you want? I'm making moves, punching in. I'm on it too. I'm in the gym. I'm in the stew. It's hunting season. Where's the food? We push each other daily. Level up. Cause that's what brothers do. Clock in.